0: Just know you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your
1: home. News Radio 840 WHAS, good Sunday morning, Bob Sikoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next, well, to the top of the hour or so. Another one of our COVID shows, which means each of our participants coming from either a hotel room, an office, their home, whatever it might be. With us first, Randy Rocky Swan Financial. You can reach him; does a great job. Six four five zero seven three six. Randy, good to see you here this morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, and also Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys. You can reach Kevin and his team over there at 895-9900. How you doing? You okay, Kev?
2: I'm doing just fine. How y'all doing this morning, gentlemen? We're we're good. we're hanging Very in
1: well. there. We're hanging in there. The um, there's a lot of interesting real estate based news. We'll try to get to as much of it as possible and questions that some of you have been sending in. The lead really story is a new report published, the 15 cities with the lowest cost of living. You want to think what number one is?
0: I would say Uh, Arkansas. I can't tell you which one, but I would say somewhere in Arkansas.
1: Arkansas. Okay. I'll go with Mississippi. Okay. El Paso, Texas. Is oh, the lowest cost of living uh, half of Americans plan to move to reduce living expenses. According to a new study, many will be targeting cheaper towns. So there was a study done of the 75 largest cities in the U S to find the most affordable areas in the okay. country. They identified the top 15. All right. This is what surprised me. And this is why this is so amazing coming at number five in terms of the 15 cities with the lowest cost of living is Lexington, Kentucky. But even, yes, Lexington. And more surprising is Louisville coming in at number nine with the lowest cost of living. So I think that's a big plus for anybody who lives in the area who is thinking about um, staying here or having friends or family move here. Number nine. Are they
0: talking about in the country? Yeah. Number nine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: have a place in Barrett County, and I promise you it is a whole lot less expensive to live there than Louisville, Kentucky.
1: Well, they're looking at the 75, large, 75 largest cities. So that, that's what they were oh, looking 75. At. Oh, 75. Okay.
0: Okay. okay, I'm understanding now. I thought you said all city. Okay, I was yeah. say, 75 largest. it's so yep. much cheaper to live down there. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. So, I, I didn't catch
1: but that. But we are learning more about your spare time, Randy Rocky, um, <laughs> <laughs> and where you spend it. All right, but, and, and just in case you're wondering about the highest cost of living, these are pretty obvious, I think. Number five, San Jose, California. Number four, Boston number three, Oakland, California, number two, New York, and coming in with the number one uh, th- th- distinction of being the most expensive city to live in, San Francisco. So there you go. Mm, so shocking. The flow of people moving into the Louisville area has become even higher, which if you were thinking about buying a home, that's why it's more difficult because there are people coming in, plus the existing people here. And then there are those who are thinking about selling but have yet to decide to put their homes on the market. And a new home now. So remember that what we're seeing is new home construction, as opposed to resale. New home sales are 41.5 percent higher than a year ago at this same time, which should tell you how builders are doing. The problem, of course, is builders wow. don't have the trades, and they are having a tough time getting supplies. Uh, the the Inside the headline is that buyers are targeting new home construction as they face low inventory of existing homes, and new home sales in October were 41.5% higher than they were a year ago. That's according to the Commerce Department. So we've got a lot of positive things. There are some negative things that we are uh, looking at, and that is the record number of homeowners who stand um, to lose their homes because of forbearance. Kevin, you've been looking into that. What have you found?
2: Yeah, I sent you a couple of things about uh, the fact. It was kind of startling to me in a state like Kentucky. They had individual adults in a household either renting or owning. 30 to 40 percent are currently late on a rent payment or late on a mortgage payment. And also show that the request for forbearance has with the second wave, uh, second or third wave of of COVID, is starting to go back up again as things businesses are closing down. People don't feel comfortable going out, so there's a lot of strain out there. But one of the things I felt very concerning was 30 to 40% of, of, of adult, either heads of households, whether you rent or you, uh, you own your
0: home, are
2: behind, which uh,
0: I didn't how, think it was that bad. How many are renting and how many of are those are, are actual mortgages? Do you know, Kevin, by any chance? Uh, I don't think uh, this, it
2: was on Bloomberg. I don't think they broke it down. Uh, and I don't know what the ratio in Kentucky is, home ownership versus renting but uh those kind of figures are kind of uh uh attention getting
0: it was promoted to do the forbearance uh in covid and a lot of people did do it and some of them did it because they thought it was the right thing to do when they didn't have to i would think that most of those are renters and i could be wrong but i i I, and also i don't know I, i i think that could be a little skewed that that I just don't think there's that many. I mean, there are a lot of people struggling. I'm not saying that it's terrible. It really is. But, man, that would be – could you well, imagine another 30 or 40% uh, foreclosure rate or even 20 well,
1: So part of the information that Kevin sent to me, uh, and I did a little more deep dive in it, according to a Black Knight representative, I guess the uh, published weekly forbearance numbers, um, forbearance saw another slight increase this past week, and that's a uh, week before last. Increasing by twenty seven thousand from the previous, so they're not giving a reason other than the fact that there's still a lot of people out of work who can't pay their rent or their mortgage. Wow! Yeah, I think I think and that's Man, the, that is
0: that yeah. is a scary number. If 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 we have, and let's say in the next three years or four years we have, I'm not saying we will, but let's just say we had fifteen to twenty percent of the global market going foreclosure, that would be
1: unbelievable. Well, go one step I mean, further. At, the, the percentage of adults living in households not current on rent or mortgage where eviction or foreclosure uh, is due in the next two months is the bigger problem. So we're going into cold months and we're going into a section of uh, a community that can't make. Pay.
0: I agree. And wow.
1: There needs something. Hey, yeah.
2: And I'm just curious, Randy, what's the for, if you do request a forbearance, is it three months? Is it six months? What's, what's the time frame on? Well, uh, and great our,
0: question. What, but what and really sincerely different servicers are doing it different ways and they, and they have it where it's either three or six months some of them are saying okay then over the next 12 months you have to be current again some of them are putting on the back of the loan and it's been very very um, cloudy on that whole scenario and it's it was um, I don't think it was well orchestrated on the front end either, either Kevin on people that they thought that there was the right thing to do some people and when it wasn't and uh, so
1: that, that, that is all over the board to answer your question. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, we wanted to make certain that that issue was out there. It's just so everybody knows there are some problems. A little later on coming up on today's show, the locations where burglars check first for valuables. Uh, we're going to do a safety checkup in a little bit. The other, and just so you know, if you're watching this or want to replay this for anybody, you want to see the radio show, you can go to louisvilleanswers.com and that will take you to a redirect of our actual show on YouTube which we are recording for YouTube. All right, moving forward here some let's go to let's change back to some positive news. We're trying to mix it all in. <laughs> Randy, record number of homeowners are standing to see lower mortgage payments. Mortgage rates have dipped to record lows. A record number of homeowners are eligible to refinance into lower mortgage rates, saving mm-hmm. according to this report $309 a month, which is amazing. And I just did a refi with SWANA. I'm saving 600 bucks a month. And the mortgage rates for the past couple of weeks have been pretty stationary, hovering around 3%. And do you want to give out your M N N L S B number?
0: Yes, NMLS number 26362. And and you're right. And, and, and you know, they really are dipping in the twos in a lot of APR. Uh, you know, uh, uh, high twos, 2.8, 2.9. And then when you get in the 15-year, the APR is running two. Three two four it is absolutely incredible uh, so uh, i I can't emphasize enough right now is the time to really uh make the move on uh refinancing or even purchasing it's 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 just in, it is literally a point less than last year, so you know on a two hundred thousand dollar home uh you're looking at you know a difference in payment of a 170 dollars a month. It's a lot of money so uh, so
1: would you say if you're going to live in your home? two more years or more to consider refinancing at this point?
0: I would, and it depends on loan amounts. So, for example, on a $400,000 loan amount, you know, your recovery, uh, it usually can be as little as eight to nine months. So, absolutely. I just, I think it's just something either come to me or someone like me and let them uh, evaluate uh, what's going on as far as refinancing because it, it is the, – there's no reason not to do it. I mean, there it's like I tell people – uh, a lot of times I'll save them 30, $50,000 over the life of the loan. And I'm like, okay, you have three hours of this total time. You sign the papers, you go to the closing. So you're making $15,000 an hour on your, on your mortgage. So, uh, literally. So yes, uh, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Bob. It is. Yeah. It just, it just makes good financial sense to get it looked at now. And, and it's always good to pull your credit. It really is. It's a good <laughs> thing to pull your credit. And look, I do it every three months. My wife and I both have our credit pulled every three months.
1: We'll, we'll so, give Randy's uh, number out. We'll give yeah. Randy's number out in just a second for you to reach out to him. Uh, are you? And I don't know, Kevin. If you see it, Randy, I think you might be seeing it. Are you much involved with appraisals where you're seeing appraisals come in over contract price? Because we're seeing spottiness where that is happening because the the contract price for homes is so much higher than in some cases than what it's even listed for because there are so few homes on the market. Are you seeing any of that happening? In your your, I'm
0: seeing it both ways. I, I I I really I'm seeing where sometimes they get in a bidding war that's outrageous and and it's coming in five to fifteen to twenty thousand dollars lower, and I'm seeing where it's coming in five ten fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars higher. It, it, but it it is uh, I am not seeing as much as usual coming in at purchase price or what we think that the uh, the refinance number should be. Uh, you know, as far as what the value of the home is, it's 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 a very, uh, it's a it's a wild it's a wild market in some ways right now.
1: It is even, and what's interesting, and Kevin, I think you'll appreciate this and and add to this that because of COVID, everything got pushed later in the year, and what we're still seeing yes. are a lot of closings going on right now on homes that went under contract two or so months ago, and he were, even in December we're having more than I've seen. Would you both agree that we're still at record highs wow. even this late in the year?
2: Yeah, this time of year it usually starts to slide off a little bit through the holidays, but I don't think we've really seen that. Part of it is like you mentioned the, the COVID delays in the process. You know, you had someone that had it or, you know, someone that was exposed and it, it tended to delay the process rather than closing 45 to 60 days. People also trying to be worried about trying to find the next place. So they want to have a little bit more time to move out. So a lot of the transactions have tended to delay
0: into the holiday period here. So we're going to be have a fairly busy end of the year. Which well, is the- it's, 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 yeah. And, and Bob, we, t- we talked to this about this over dinner, is that, that it, things are starting to slow down a little bit on, the, on, the, on the, uh, the, the purchases now. But I think, and, Bob, you'll be able to really talk about what you think about this, is it, it used to start, it was starting like mid-October. I'm seeing the first slowdown, and it isn't a giant drop maybe 15% on purchases coming in our office uh, at the first of December. And usually I start seeing that in mid October. Mm -hmm. What is your, what are your thoughts on that?
1: No, I I completely, well, I'm agreeing with you. I think the biggest problem that we're seeing or I'm seeing is that there are fewer homes on the market right now. And this is continually the problem. And I, I would tell you, if you are thinking, and maybe it's not putting on your mark the home on the market this month, but maybe early or mid 2021, it, right now is the time to get with me so that we agree. can get going. At least come up with a game plan, and you can reach me anytime as we go to break. Three seven six five four eight three. And again, you can call me day or night, just when I'm off the air. Are we um, looking at
0: 1,800 homes on the market right now? Yeah, is that just about, about. Yeah, it? it's it's right on the average that which, which is, is way
1: low, way low. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We we can help a lot of people, but we've got to you got to call us to be able to do that. You're listening to Randy Rocky Swan Financial at six four five zero seven three six. That's the number to call. He can help you with either get buy, buying a home or refi on a home that you're already living in kevin disler pitt and frank attorneys at 895-9900 they do a great job with closing they've got a big team and they do a super super job and then again you can reach me at 376-5483 a reminder if you want to see what sellers are saying about us you can go to louisville com, or you can go to louisville sellers com and watch what people are saying about us we're taking a break. We're back in a moment right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.
2: Pitt and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt & Frank, 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900.
1: Need a home loan or refinancing? for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so Happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to louisville.com Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS. Back with you to the top of the hour with us. Kevin Disler, who is one of the great attorneys over at Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0700. Three, six, they can help you with purchasing a home or refinancing a home. You know, I have uh, mentioned this several times on the show, a couple of, um, and by the way, Bob Sikolder, 376-5483, and son Greg has the morning off. I mentioned a couple of uh, years ago, 2017, my house was broken into. I'd only lived there about uh, three or four months, and the house was broken into. It. We were in the process of putting um, uh, alarm systems in, some cameras were in. We have video of the the guys who broke in, please have that video. But I saw this come across and I said, you know, uh, for all of our sakes, it might be interesting to talk about what rooms a burglars hit first, which might be an indication of where you might want to make sure you've got alarms, cameras or whatever. Guys, you want to take a quick uh, guess what uh, rooms they hit first? It might be pretty obvious. Maybe not. Kevin, want to mm-hmm. go first? Good. Uh,
0: okay, okay, I would say straight. the master
1: bedroom. Kev, you?
0: You know, it, it seems like
2: gun safe, so wherever that would be located. Uh, you think break the into, they,
1: they try to break, break into a gun safe, really?
2: Well, they, they, stealing weapons, it uh, tends yeah, to be one of the – yeah. if they can get to it, yeah. So I'm and, not sure where that would be. In uh,
1: 2019, over 1 million American homes were burglarized. That's according to the FBI statistics. There is nothing anyone hopes for in having been hit, I can tell you personally. But it doesn't hurt to plan for a worst-case scenario and start by knowing how burglars think when figuring out where to stash your valuables, you won't want them sitting in plain sight. I think mean, that's pretty obvious. NBC, New York poll covered uh, convicted burglars and asked them about their habits to get some insights. As it turns out, your belongings might not be so safe in the bedroom. About 75% of burglars reveal that the bedroom, I guess the master bedroom was the first place that they'd look for things to steal. Meanwhile, 20,
0: they did it on mine. Oh, oh I didn't know that <laughs> they you were. They did it in my
1: house. Oh, good. Oh, oh yeah. Great, great. Yeah, they got and, me good. Same with me. <laughs> same with me. So uh, they said 26% say they check in an office or study. 19% of the burglars said the, the living room would be their top on their list. And almost 16% said they would look in a bathroom. And 21% would look in rooms not listed in what was on this survey. So I will tell you some things that you can do. And I've done, uh, first of all, is um, put a safe in, hidden safe. Two would be video cameras. You can get Nest cameras. Randy, your video, by the way, speaking of video, has disappeared as long as you're still here with us. <laughs> but your video disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Look,
2: looks like a snowman.
1: It does. There he is. He's back. Um, so video cameras. And I use Nest. And I think I've got about 12 or 14 cameras around the inside and outside the house. I don't have them in bedrooms, but I got them leading in. You can, I can spot people. Uh, I also added two German Shepherd dogs to my house. Sorry, neighbors, but that's when you get burglarized, you, you do everything you can. And then uh, an alarm system that is now hooked up working uh, on a regular basis. So any of
2: Question. Yeah. Question I have for you, Bob. Did you yeah. think about taking that footage and putting it up on social media?
1: You know, that is a good question. Now, this happened in 2017. I gave it to the police. They at the time didn't want anything Made of it on a social media basis. Uh, but um, with my connections to um, my former job, media as a reporter and anchor, I almost wonder if I should stick that out there and say, Listen, don't let this happen to you, and put that out there and see if anybody does know either on social media or the real media. Uh, that's an interesting question. I'll, let me think yeah, about that.
2: There's, yeah. there's facial recognition with some of those social media platforms.
0: It's amazing how fast people can find people. Well, ironically – Speaking of facial recognition, I, I yeah. cannot emphasize enough. I've never seen my wife with a look like she had on her face. She's a wonderful lady. And, yeah. And uh, w- once we got broken into, it was a real violation for her. And I, 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 uh, we put uh, uh, cameras and uh, alarm system in, and we they tried to break in two more times, and they were not successful. Wow. Wow.
1: wow. Oof. Well, I, I would tell you, um, we don't give our um, – our alarm people enough credit to make sure that we've got you're, you're agree. Working. So <laughs> and we're not endorsing any alarm system other than that there are alarm systems out there. There are video cameras, you know, you, you got, you're on the gamut. All right. Let's get back to some more real estate uh, news. FHA or F H F a, which is the federal housing financing agency announcing that it would raise the loan limits for mortgages backed by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Randy, can you give us a kind of a rundown of what that means to all of us? Yes, yeah,
0: so they, they moved up the conforming loan limits to 000, uh, was, which was is a big five hundred and forty eight thousand dollars. was it five
1: was it five fourteen before?
0: Five fourteen Four hundred and they, I believe it might be five fourteen two. I shouldn't know
1: that. Okay, my head, but, that's all right. Uh,
0: five hundred and forty eight. Uh, I believe it's moved to five forty eight. I'm. Uh, I, I believe that's the number they went up to.
1: This means that you can get. You don't have to go into a jumbo loan category, which typically is a higher interest rate. Is that what I'm getting at? Um, that
0: is correct. And they moved amount. what's called high balance, which a lot of areas have, and you could call me on that to about. I think it's like seven hundred and sixty thousand now. Which, which keeps you out of uh, a jumbo price loan. Um, so that, that, that's another thing, that, uh, another uh, a good thing that has happened as well.
1: Got it. Let's move to some questions. By the way, next week, um, we've got uh, six killer mistakes you can't afford to make when buying in the winter. That's the topic for next week. Question that came in, Chauncey writes, I've got a problem with the mortgage company I chose when I started buying my home. He names the mortgage company. I will not name it, but I will tell you, Swan is not the name. Originally, they told me, yeah, originally originally they told me I was qualified to purchase the home. Now I've given, given them some documents. They're telling me I'm no longer qualified. And Chauncey says, I'm already out money for the inspection. What can I do? So let's, we'll talk legal in a second on this, Rennie, Let's talk about what actually happened for Chauncey. What, made a difference and what can be done to stop this from happening to people like Chauncey who applied, was told he can buy, moves forward, and then all of a sudden he's told he can't afford the home?
0: Well, if, 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 if they did not have a job change or income change, then it's the responsibility of the loan officer before they issued a pre-approval to make sure they check their pay stubs and their W-2s and what other documentation they might need to give them a pre-approval. And, uh, so they did not do their due, due diligence. And, uh, that's, that's not, that's, that's, there's no excuse for that. So in my opinion, being lazy,
1: you and I have talked about this privately for a long time that a lot of, um, loan officers at other lending institutions will wait to further in the process, uh, either because the buyer has asked them to wait or because their work process makes it, pushes the down the road so you're you're saying that um loan officers have the option to wait to get this information and they should be doing this sooner rather than later to prevent this from happening to people like chauncey am i correct
0: that is correct and it's amazing how many people sent pre-approvals out and now you guys are on it though i mean there are certain companies uh the largest company in america by the way and i won't mention name but uh they they uh, there are a lot of lot of realtors that will not take their their offers any longer because mm-hmm. of that. They just put mm-hmm. mud against the wall and hope it sticks. And it's it's very sad for our industry. It's it's ne- I I don't like it at all for our whole uh, overall industry. It makes us look very unprofessional.
1: I'll, I'll go one step further. There's a national company that had such a bad reputation. They changed their name nationally. Yes. So that that's right. That that problem didn't stick with them, but. They we as realtors, we remember very, and we know yes. and we are very yes. quick. And if you want to know what that company is, uh call me. Again, I am more than happy to tell you, but not on the air. 376-5483. Now we move to Kevin on this. So Chauncey writes that he's out of money, out money for the inspection. Is there any recourse that a buyer has against a loan officer or a mortgage company that indicates that they can move forward initially, but then says, oh, no, now that you've supplied this information, you can't.
2: Well, sure. I mean, he's recently relying upon the information provided by the loan officer, and he's incurring the fees along the way. But the other thing is, you know, the seller could sue for breach of that contract and go after the buyer for damages. You'd have the agents go after for the lost commission. So it's just more than the buyer in that situation. And it's very hard to do and and getting an attorney and and going to court or arbitration is very expensive, but the mortgage industry, because what happened back in 2008 has a lot of oversight state and federal. Uh, If you have a particular loan officer or mortgage company doing that, that's the first place I would go to. But Chauncey probably has to worry about the the fact that he's made representations to the seller and the seller's agent that he was qualified for that loan. So they may come after him. And I think you'd add the loan officer and the mortgage company along with that.
1: But, Here's the question. It doesn't the loan officer have a an out by simply saying, well, we didn't have the information up front? Randy, isn't that typically what we hear? I, I, you and I have had discussions on this in the past. We hear, oh, uh, you hadn't supplied the information. You didn't give me the correct information up front. This is all on you, not on me as the loan officer.
0: Randy, oh, I, I yeah. agree. One, uh, exactly what you said. And most of the time it is on the loan officer. And and uh, that's how they they skirt out of is as, as they lie. And you and I have talked about that a lot, Bob, and it's yeah. been very frustrating for you in a lot of situations. And, 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 and all of our, told, cause you're all just, agents. Yeah. It's not just me. All, happening. With all I'm your happy. agents and, you know, you know, because there's a lot of times when you are trying to do everything you can to make sure this is a smooth process and you want to take care of your customers. And then, uh, and then they're just lied to. And it's, it's a, it's very sad and it happens a lot. Well, and, well, it's, um,
2: if you have a mortgage company, I mean, there's a standard of practice. You shouldn't make that type of representation that people all the way to them, the chain are going to rely upon unless you've done your due diligence. If you have not done that, it's like a standard of practice. Yeah, um, and, we, and, we I and, and Well, but good loan officers <laughs> won't issue those or make those representation unless they have adequate documentation. Randy you know, knows that. He wouldn't do that.
1: Kevin, is it illegal no. for all of us as real estate agents to keep a list of lenders who continually have that type of a problem and thereby wave people away. Is that illegal? Is that a, is that restraint of trade? Is, I mean, am I getting into yeah. a really bad area there, right?
2: You're getting into a very bad area. I mean, it's defamation. Um, a, a lot of mortgage companies is plausible deniability. They will say they had a rogue loan officer, mm-hmm. and even though you know it's their practice. But, you know, before you start throwing around allegations like that, you need to make sure that you have uh, more than adequate proof.
1: We are out of time. My thanks to Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900, Randy Walkie, Swan Financial, six four five zero seven three six. My son, Greg, who is not here but does such a great job on our marketing and pictures and so much more. And you can reach me because we are continually, even in December, we are looking for homes to sell day and night. You can reach me anytime uh, to get with me and get me out there to look at the house and get us rolling Three seven six five four eight three. gentlemen have a great rest of your sunday i will uh good to have you here i'll see you next sunday right here on news radio 840 whas